what makes things good isn't just people agreeing. It is people building off of each other because a bunch of like-minded people are only gonna get so far. What really pushes breakthrough thinking and innovation and creativity is building off what you bring with versus what I know and adding and adding and adding and that's when the great ideas come. So today on C-Level, I'm excited to have uh, Lisa Fay. Uh, she is a TEDx speaker, author, and consultant. And today, uh, we're going to be talking, uh, our main topic, we're going to be talking about working, to, working together and collaboration. So uh, Lisa, welcome. Oh, it's great to be here. So, uh, Lisa, I'm, I'm really big on everybody's journey. I know a little bit about yours, but, but tell our audience, you know, how'd you get into all this? How, how'd, you, how'd you start? Where'd you come from? That type of stuff. Well, I'm a small town girl from a farm community of about 800. No, wait, you don't want me to go that far. <laughs> um, but I think it is relevant to my story. I mean, I, I am from a small town in North Carolina. I uh, went to the University of North Carolina, talked my way into a job with NBC Sports ultimately talked my way into a job at the Coca-Cola company where I ended up spending 30 years, um, 10 years in sales, 10 in marketing and 10 in training and development and living all over the country and teaching sales training globally. And when I had the opportunity to take the next step, I decided to go out and become a professional speaker, but, you know, that's kind of a weird thing to tell people you do. Yeah. Um, what I really do is I help people in organizations that have identified that poor communication is a challenge to their business. I help give them tools that they can immediately use to make a difference to accelerate their performance. Yeah. I mean, well, communication obviously is, is a key in any industry, right? And any, any company is, is having that proper communication, whether it's with your employees, whether it's with clients is, is much needed. Absolutely. So what are, um, you know, what are some of the, what, what are some of your experiences that you had through Coca-Cola that, that, you know, you kind of take into your work right now? Well, it's interesting. I had the opportunity to both work in a remote out of my home where most people are uh, experiencing a lot today, um, out of a small regional office, out of a region, uh, um, a small office, a region office, and the national headquarters. And what I learned is people don't understand each other. So headquarters doesn't understand the field all the time, and the field doesn't understand headquarters all the time. And when I sat in these meetings, I noticed where we were getting these log jams. And it was actually when I kind of stepped away from uh, corporate America, I was still working, but I took the opportunity to take some improv classes that I learned that what was making the meetings and the dysfunctionality at work was the same thing that made a scene go bad on stage. I so, love this. Oh, wow. I can't. This is all right. Go ahead. <laughs> If you could reverse engineer what made a good scene into what made a good meeting, what made a good workplace, um, things would naturally go along better. So that's when I ended up kind of merging those two worlds of what I had seen and was able to create some better effectiveness. That is 
brilliant. So that makes so much sense, obviously, you know, with a film background and, and an acting background myself, um, you can tell like the, the collaboration when, when it's, when you have two people agreeing with each other, right. Yeah. And the scene is going, it's just flowing. Right. It's the same. It could, I, I could see your points. This could be the same exact thing in corporate America, uh, especially between departments. That's like the biggest struggle in large corporations is, you know, people aren't communicating properly. And, and I would say two things, right? It doesn't have to do with the size of the corporation, any company, it's a challenge. And the second thing is what makes things good isn't just people agreeing. It is people building off of each other because a bunch of like-minded people are only gonna get so far. What really pushes breakthrough thinking and innovation and creativity is building off what you bring with versus what I know and adding and adding and adding. And that's when the great ideas come and the momentum comes because people help support what they help to create. And if I can see a part of myself or a part of my opinion or perspective in the solution, I am more engaged than ever than ultimately to ultimately make it happen. Oh, that, so it, it, it goes to the classic thing with improv. It's always yes and. It's building on it. Yeah. Right. And, and it's never, you know, when you say no in an improv, the scene is done. Like it's just, it's flat. Right. When you do yes. And you're building upon that, that conversation. So I could definitely see how in, in the corporate world, you know, you have an idea and you're collaborating with people. All right, that's good. And let's, what about this? And yeah, let's do this. And I could see how that could be a, 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 a you know, really work really well in corporate America. And, and I think one of the challenges, people that try to do it end up in the yes, but world. Mm. And that's just a fancy dressed up no. Yeah. And yes, and the, I think the, the common misnomer about yes, and is it's not about agreeing with everything that somebody else said. It's about finding that thread of an idea that you can understand and align with and build off of it. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah, because you're not always going to agree on everything. No. But if you're building, not tearing down, yes. that's what's going to make a great idea even better because you're collaborating with people. Yeah, I mean, when you feel heard, even if an ultimate decision doesn't go your way, you feel like you've contributed. And, you know, contrary to popular belief, nobody go, gets up and goes to work to have a bad day. Everybody comes because they want to bring their best self and they want to feel valued and they want to feel important. And by verbally how we deal with each other is the way we're able to deal with that. And we've just spent so much time on email and texting that we've kind of lost that fine art, I think. Yeah, I think I could see, you know, technology a lot, a lot of times does get in the way. I think another thing too is seeing somebody else's side like everybody's different everybody has different opinions right so let's talk about that for a little while like res respecting respecting somebody else's view or opinion on something mm -hmm. uh, well i think that you know in the old days mm -hmm. there was this thing called debate right and debate meant you know we would pull a topic out of a jar and i could either defend pro or con and to be a great debater, I had to be able to do that. 
Name somebody you know that can totally and passionately defend the other opinion other than what they believe today. Mm. Nobody. But if, if you break down kind of everything, there are core tenets that even if we believe very differently about a subject, there's probably something we do agree and align on. And if there's any movement um, towards better understanding, it's going to be based in breaking down kind of all of this, the rhetoric, mm -hmm. to find that common belief that we all share. Whether if it's avoiding war that says killing everyone is bad. Okay, let's start with that belief and then see where we can grow from there. Um, and, you know, social media, you know, I love it. It's kept, it keeps us connected and you know, those friends I lost touch with, I found again, which is pretty fun. But everything is only serves to reinforce my existing point of view. So I think I'm right. Everything now tells me I'm right. Every bit of data and facts that I find tell me I'm right even more. And it makes me more intolerant. Mm. And I think the, the gifted executives, the gifted leaders, the gifted small business owners, I mean, I don't, I, um, the gifted heads of household, heads of families, are the people that can bring people together to believe, value, and discuss. And that's, I think, what we need more of, regardless of where you are. It's, it's really the whole I versus we, right? It's it's not I, it's we, how do we come together? And, and, you know, it's, I love companies that operate like that and, and, and understand that it's not just one person, it's a team effort and, and it only builds on things. So whether it's inside a company or on a movie set, right, it's a collaborative effort. You know, you have your collaborative team and, and you're working with each other to make things better. You know, you may not, you may not agree on everything and you don't have to, but like you mentioned, finding that, finding that common ground is something that people can start with and then work from there to make it better. Yeah. I mean, Coke is a great example. Ultimately, I want people to have a high quality beverage experience with my product. Well, it takes somebody that makes the product. It takes somebody to put it in bottles or cans or bag in the box. It takes somebody to sell it. It takes somebody to market it. It takes a driver to pick it up, put it in your outlet. It takes somebody to merchandise it. All of those things have to happen for you to have a great experience as a consumer. And if any of that is broken, it ultimately impacts that consumer experience. And without the consumers, we're nothing. Right, right. Yeah. I, so going back to, uh, cause I just find this so fascinating with the improv. So how has, how particularly has the improv, you know, training really impacted your career? Well, I think it was able for me to, you know, I've probably found it later in my career than I would have liked. Honestly, had I found it sooner, it would have been more helpful. Um, it helped me to kind of figure out how to work better with others that I was more challenged with and help me think about how to step back and try to see and appreciate something from other people's perspectives. Um, and it, it, it's like you don't really realize the impact of it until you're out of it. 
when I was able to step away from corporate America and start kind of my speaking and consulting business, and I started working with clients, the beauty of a lot of these things I found was they were, there were some quick tips that you could use immediately. The power of yes and is something. Now, it's not always easy, but you can use it. And one of the things I tried to do is um, I wrote a little book and it's, it's small, right? If you look at, it's not this big fat tome that, you know, it's tips to actually go use and use tomorrow to make a difference in your communication. Um, and I found that I could take those things and, and could go do them. And I could also import those to other people to make a difference in their communication. And ultimately, again, it made me better, but the power in it is making more and more people better mm. and seeing them kind of overcome hurdles, do greater productivity, be positioned in their own companies for their own careers, have more success in meetings and their positioning. Um, that's, that's where the magic happens is with, for me, it's spreading it with everybody else. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. So this, the, the book that you, that you show, um, you, what's the name of the book? Just cause we get a lot of podcast listeners too. So it's improv or improve your communication, 52 tips to accelerate your performance, positioning and perception. So it's like, it's only, it's like a tip a day. So it's simple, easy, easy to read, easy to take with you. My, my favorite is when I go to the airport and I see somebody and they reach into their bag and they go, I got mine. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's awesome. So um, Lisa, in closing, if there was one tip of leadership advice that you would give, uh, you know, either a business owner or an entrepreneur, uh, what would that be? It would be that the number one skill that, I think will help you is to learn how to listen better. Everybody thinks they know how to listen and few people do it well. You're going to get further by asking and then that the, the common denominators and the common places that you can come together are going to be found and you can build relationships, businesses, and futures off that. That's awesome. I love that. So asking the right questions, but making sure that you're actively listening to those answers so you can build something great. I love that. Hey, Lisa, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. Thanks. It was a lot of fun.